and welcome back to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team. We're back for number 77, I think. Wow. I we're getting old. We're getting so old. That voice you just heard is, of course, Drew. Mr. Drew is with me, as always, as are some special guests. We've got Lane. We've got hey. Andrew. Hello. There we go. That's Lane. That's Andrew. Yeah. yeah. We've got Sarah Moon over there. Sarah Moon. Hi, Hi. Sarah Moon. Hi. Not to be confused with Sailor Moon. No, absolutely not to be <laughs> confused, <laughs> but many times people have come close to saying that. Um, unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. Um, he's actually away at the 65th anniversary. Uh, damn it, not the anniversary. Um, what is it? Andrew, where is uh, he? I believe he's at the 65th annual kite flying championships. Which is why well, he couldn't be here because he's actually high as a kite. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, yes. So, there we go. He'll, he'll send us a postcard. <laughs> he's going to miss it. Oh yeah, he's going to be so disappointed not to be here. But oh, uh, that's alright. On with the show. Um, we've got a lot to talk about this week. We've got a lot because... For the first time in a long time, not only do we have guests on the show, I mean, well, not a long time, it was last week we had the last guest. Of course, if you're listening to this out of order, you wouldn't How know How do you that. feel about this? No, no, no. Shocking guests. I'm, I'm getting to what I, I'm, I'm getting to what I meant in a moment. I'm getting to, the, we've got guests on here that not only do we have to talk about them, we've also got to talk about a lot of topics that, one, we have, and two, they're bringing to the table as well. So... We could have a bumper episode on our hands. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had one, but we can certainly do that, because, hey, if you don't want to listen to it, just stop listening. <laughs> no, no, keep listening out, please. But uh, that's the joys of owning a podcast. <laughs> please You're listen. You're the only one laughing. <laughs> I think all your listeners are... <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, on with the show. Yes. What's our um, first topic for today? Shall we get to this fantastic topic? Uh, Andrew brought it to my attention earlier on. Oh, yeah. Disney movies. What the heck is with them? Am I right, guys? Well, I just, what the maybe heck? the reason why. Like, okay, so I want to clarify that because Disney is amazing. So I don't want you to think I'm attacking the classics. Okay, cool. Classics. You're a Disney nerd. Not a nerd. I say I'm a admirer. Nerd. I'm a Disney nerd. Okay, oh, good. Lane's a nerd. So I'm not the only one in here. Good. good. Yes. I just want to. I'm. I just want to know what people's thoughts are about all these live action quotation live action remakes. I, I mean. Oh, just on that, as you say that, live action. They're not really live action. Well, that's the thing, no. That. Well, there's a big question mark over the upcoming one. The rest of them are. I mean, Aladdin is definitely live action, but like Lion King. Yeah. Would yeah, you consider that live action? Isn't it partially? Well, but, well it is partially because the Imagineering team have actually developed these ridiculously realistic looking puppets that will be used in the film as well. So I it's not that. all CG. Wow, that's, that's cool. Incredible. Yeah. Um, it looks a little bit creepy though. Yeah, but look, I'm re- look. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the original Jungle Book just because I thought it was boring, and also the kid's name is Mowgli, and I didn't think that was a very good name, so I just didn't care about it. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, it's kind of true. Uh, but as a child, so I just you know shit name Mowgli. Well, I thought I thought <laughs> yeah. Mowgli. I thought the original Jungle Book was way better than the one that just came out. Well, it's interesting you say that because I really like this remake, and I still can't be bothered watching the original. Um, really? Also, well, also, it's got Christopher Walken on it. Like, what was I was gonna say, it's got like Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, right there. Come on. Like, like Ben Kingsley. It's cool, but it's not. Like, Idris Elba. I feel like yeah. it was still missing something because, and I feel like Baloo was just lacking the balooness. He was less of a bumbling fool and more of a like a snotty kind of a dirty, scary, yeah. more of a warrior. Oh, maybe I'm getting confused with the Mowgli that was also released on Netflix. Oh yeah, the one that the the Warner Brothers one, the Andy Circus one. I haven't now, watched that, that yet. That was disappointing. I haven't watched that. Was that a series or was that like a? It was a movie. Another movie. One yeah. short. The, that actually movie. was finished 
shooting before the Disney one Which was, one was announced but came out much later. The Andy Circus one. Yeah, so they so they yeah. were making that and a Disney movie. They, they shot <laughs> that it. Stuff, yeah. Well, because his was all motion capture, he shot the whole thing before Disney shot theirs, but Disney got theirs to cinemas first. Ooh. Yeah. And they did so much better. What a shame that they uh, happened to come up with the exact same idea about, you know, way after the original one, and they came out around the same time. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Warner Brothers wouldn't release it at the same time because they freaked they out. Well, speaking of like, I know this isn't Disney, but speaking of remakes, I've noticed there's also going to be an uh, Avatar Last Airbender <gasps> series on Netflix coming out. Yeah, but they have to. It's because I it might like show the land. to erase the... Because that movie yeah. was like, that just went nowhere. Did you see the movie? Uh, with the, with the blue people? Is no, that what we're talking no, about? No, 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 we're talking oh, about the yeah. anime. Oh, yes, yes, no, I did see yeah. that. Well, I, I used to watch the anime, like, Yeah, so they're doing a, they're doing a live remake like, of that. I, I yeah. can see the little oh, the picture. Of, was it, like, announced a year ago? Yeah, I think yeah. it's coming out next year, is it? Uh, around there. But yeah. they, look, they have to, again, they well, have to erase the memories of M.R. Chamberlain true. shitting on what they had. Well, HBO's doing a series of his dark materials after the Golden Compass film tanked years ago. Oh, yeah, that definitely Really? Tanked. Yeah. I thought that went... Oh, no, I'm thinking of Hugo. That went okay. Oh, Hugo. I've never seen... Hugo's Hugo. a really good film. Yeah, that went... I've never seen so I'm, I, For some really reason, confuse those two. Oh, I get, I get Polar Express and Hugo mixed up. That, yeah, that's really? true. Yeah. Yeah, because they're both about trains have a train in them. Yeah, but one's with real people and one's with... Animated well, people. Well, I don't pay attention enough to that. <laughs> but back to the original topic. All right, so yeah, Disney. Uh, Disney. Okay, i got to ask Will Smith, Genie. <laughs> I'm all for it. I say yes. Yeah. Keen? Yes. Keen? Yeah. yeah. It, it, looks, looks, it looks really he strange. Looks, it, looks, it does look weird, but I think... He looks like he's like... He looks exactly how I figured he would look. Yeah. He just looks like him, but blue and yeah. a bit bigger. And people got to stop comparing him to. I mean, what, what was he going to look like? Was he going to look like a cartoon? It's too hard. I think it's yeah, I they believe put him like that a spirit or something like that, like a yeah. slightly see-through kind of lost type smoke monster thing. Smoke monster. What were you going to say? Like I've kind of, um, I, I've done a few musicals where I played the genie a couple times, That's and I'm, cool. I'm like obsessed with the role. I was obsessed with Robin Williams, and I think that Will Smith is such a genuine person, hmm. and I, I really believe that he actually would do the role justice, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I actually am trying to think of anyone else better that could have played it, obviously, other than... I feel like anyone else would have felt like they were walking in the shadow of Chris Robin Rob. Williams. Yeah. Whereas yeah. he's just made it his own, and he said he's played it as a mix of The Fresh Prince and Hitch. And that oh. sounds like a good mix. Oh, uh, yeah, that is. I could see that working within the context of Aladdin. So, I mean, I, I, definitely. I do totally respect that idea that... You're, you're right, no one could p- replace Robin Williams, mm. but that, yeah. It's I harsh think, to compare, I guess. Yeah, no, not just that, but but I think that if you do think about who is the sort of character that could not replace, but instead of... Bring something very different to the table. Yeah, Will, Will Smith definitely is that sort of loud kind of character that you could... But he still know. brings heart and humour, which is exactly. the two key elements there for the genie. 100%. And also, who doesn't want to see Will Smith in a Guy Ritchie film? Well, I feel like this would be a cool thing. Because Garrett, did he do the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. got I. He's got a great eye. Yeah, and so I'm I'm eager to see what he does with it. And definitely, it's so weird that he's directing this movie. I still find it it's well, 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 yes and no. Because all his movies are about street hustlers, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking oh, Barrels, Rock and Roller, all, all did those. Did he do Snatch as well? Yeah, yeah he did Snatch. Yeah. Like, yeah. It makes perfect sense if he was ever going to do a Disney film that it would be Aladdin. Like, 100%. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. But it, yeah. 
Wait, I like it. The... It's not actually titled Aladdin, though. It is. I think is it is. It? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, thought, I fully thought it was Arabian Nights for some reason. No, Arabian, Arabian Nights? Arabian Nights? I can't remember. They've kept it as Aladdin. Okay, that's great. I definitely... Um, I definitely like what you said before about how it's going to be a mix of Hitch and Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. That's yeah. really cool. Because, uh, like, obviously, yeah, Hitch would relate to you know, like, I'm trying to get Jasmine, I'm trying to get a girl. Yep. Uh, it's really context yeah. fits really yeah. well, actually. Yeah. Um, and then Fresh Prince, that rule kind of like, yeah, like. Yeah, just the yeah, cool the goofy, like, the G, like yeah. The G. Yeah, well, definitely. Who else could play it, what you said before? What about, like, Jim Carrey or something? Like, I think Jim Carrey about 15 years ago could have. Yeah, I, I think like the mask any- times. Like yeah. The mask. yeah, he couldn't anymore because I think that he's... He's in a different place. Well, not just not just him, but I think who he who he is to the world is different now. Like if... Because now if he was to do it, it would be... People would be like, oh no, that's Jim Carrey trying to be like old, like original Jim Carrey. Like, no, it's that's not. Besides, playing it. we're already getting him yeah. this year playing Robotnik in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. True. True. Yeah, really. The Jim villain, Carrey. Hey, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that's that. Exactly. Playing Eggman. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know who else could play it though I mean yeah. I feel like also Jim's gone like super deep as well and even if he was to play yeah. it as himself 15 huh. years ago it'd still be he'd still be so characterised as it's, well yeah. which would probably be too overwhelming he's changed so much finish watching Kidding well, he's well, phenomenal really, well, I, was gonna I only s- just I started it a little while ago I haven't finished it either really I mean, about he is it. phenomenal well that's yeah. why I, I find it strange that he's in Sonic the Hedgehog because it doesn't sound like the sort of thing he should do it sounds like with him. his new persona yeah. you know, remember how he had that whole flip out and stuff like that yeah. not not mental issues but just flip out at, at how bullshit Hollywood is yeah how he woke up to do it yeah oh, like a, a he just wants to do something fun Maybe so. that's all it is. I'll just squeeze the that little. No, thing. no. No, you just have to squeeze it. It makes this noise. Thank you. Um, we're just trying to stand that up. Uh, and I guess it'd be a bit different. I guess more hiding behind his voice rather than actually acting in the Sonic. Yeah. Oh no, he yeah. well, well, he's acting. It's oh. live action. What? Is it live action? I thought it was just voice. Live action that's Sonic. Cool. What the hell is that going to look? Like? That's going to look weird. Oh yeah. Is it going to be like that Pikachu one? Maybe. Oh, Detective Pikachu. They put up a new trailer yesterday. <laughs> I still don't think I want to see that. I do. It looks fun. <laughs> it just looks goofy as anything. Jesus. <laughs> um, actually, sorry, this is just a segue. We might segue away from the topic. Great topic, though. We're good like at segueing. But, but speaking of that, um, speaking of live action sort of things, the Muppets... What was it? What was the, the one that they had last year? The, the one that you really liked? The... Oh, uh, the Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. Yeah. Um, this, is a, this is my segue here. Stay with me. Uh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy picked up a Raspberry... Award. Award yeah. for her role in that. <laughs> Speaking of that, did she end up winning an Oscar? No, she got nominated, though. Yeah, but she didn't win it, damn it. So she hasn't joined that list of people that have won both awards. In the same... On oh. that, that would the be Oscars happened. The Oscars Drew. happened. Tell me all about it because I know literally nothing. Hands well done. Did it? Yeah, right, got the good old Anna Corrin segue. <laughs> hands, hands, hands up. <laughs> yeah, proper Anna Corrin today tonight. Segways. Disney to Oscars. Love it. Go. We're good at segways. Hand, hands up if you've seen Green Book. Well, I guess it's kind of hard to do that. We were going to go see it on Christmas Day and we couldn't find it anywhere. Look, no one's seen the Best Picture winner. What a surprise. Wow, that's funny. Hands up if you saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Yeah. So Best Actor winner. Mm. Yeah, he did. He did and he deserved it very much. Um, 
but I, I don't know. There, there were some there were some surprises that aren't all that surprising. So yeah, Green Book took best picture. That don't know how. Me. I think that would be a really good movie, to be honest. I, just, I, I, really I think I think it. it would be, but I think it would also be the one one of the many most forgettable Oscar winners. Well, I True. haven't even yes, heard about this bloody movie. Yeah. How terrible is that? The Green they, Book? No. They never ran trailers left, right, and center for the last few months. Every time we went to the movies, we'd be seeing Seriously? trailers for Green Book. And we were like, oh, okay. Well, what is interesting. it? I kept forgetting its name. Andrew and I went to see it earlier in the year, and we just you know, we couldn't find where it was. We didn't know if it was in cinemas or not. Yeah. Uh, basically, okay. this guy... Jeez, uh, shows how much I know about it. By the looks of the trailer, because none of us have seen it, this guy played by um, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, he's he's a Aragon. he's a New York Aragon. born bouncer who he's escorting a classical musician down the coast. Uh, yeah, he's black. Yeah, he's a black. Yeah. Black and classical during, pianist. And this is during racial times. Well, more openly racist Amazing. times. Yeah, yeah, through the sixties, down the south, American South during yeah. the sixties. Yeah. And based on a true story. Yeah, of course. So that's what it is, and that one. And yeah. they're two great actors as well. So I reckon they would have had a great yeah. chemistry. And he had won Best Supporting Actor what, last? Did he win last year or the year before for Moonlight? Ah, uh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. yeah, he did nailed he not, it. Did he yeah. not win that same award again this yeah, year? Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won it for that film. Who won Best Supporting Female or Best Supporting Actress? Because oh, I have a feeling God. that I saw that it happened to be both. African Americans that won. Uh, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. Now, is that political that they both wanted, or is it uh, honest? Uh, from like, everything I'm happen? hearing, it was honest for her, very much so. Mm-hmm. Even even for him, um, apparently, he's a, he's a phenomenal actor. apparently that performance was outstanding. That said, there were plenty of outstanding performances in this year's categories. Mm-hmm. Like, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born. I, I would have put him on Best Supporting Actor, but... Mm. Who... Oh, you wouldn't. I would have. I would have given it to him in a second. Oh, he was outstanding in that yeah, film. Totally. Everything about that movie was outstanding. I, yeah, I totally agree. Well, I'm the biggest Queen fan, and I definitely preferred A Star Is Born. Way more. Interesting. Yeah, I'm the biggest Queen fan. Like, it's my one of my Favorite biggest... Favorite Queen song? Oh, don't do that to me. Gonna have one. Too late. We'll come back to that next time you talk. It's, it's a tough one. I think a lot of people said about Bohemian Rhapsody was that as, like, just seeing, you know, Reliving Queen, essentially, was amazing to, like, watch. But, like, as a movie itself, wasn't. Yeah, no. a lot of people I, I, sort of lacks, lacks no. substance. Yeah, no, I yes, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think that it was a, a good movie, and I thought mm. that it was it told an interesting story. But as you said, it took liberties, so therefore it might not have been the most accurate story. But I thought it was an, an it was good. enjoyable. Mm. Look, it, it did was, skip. A, it did skip a lot. It did feel like it was kind of rushing through. Or it it also altered a lot. Yeah, but at the same time, Freddie was a very private person, and the remaining members of the band said he would have preferred it to be told the way they did it in a more theatrical manner that didn't necessarily Mm. ring true to every step of it because Mm. he wouldn't have wanted his personal life being spat out that way. And and they even touch on that during the film when they have the interview scene that he, that he did not like that. Yeah. But, but having a movie that honored the band and gave it a, a somewhat thrilling story for two hours that, that works. Totally. Yeah. 
And it also was great to hear some of the classic bangers. Oh, oh and that amazing songs, amazing voice, and the amazing, Live Aid scene. Yeah, I was going to say amazing recreation of Live Aid. Oh, that get, was get, phenomenal. Get your hands, I'll, I'll bring the Blu-ray over. You've got to watch the behind the scenes of how they made that, because that was the first thing they shot for the whole movie. I love that they the went first the scene they shot was that wow. and they did it as a full run through the cameras didn't stop between songs it was a full wow. they shot the full 20 minute set they played a set yeah and the Beautiful. in the movie they skipped out two of the songs but on the blu-ray you can actually see the whole sequence with the missing songs oh, wow it's it's, it's incredible I'd, yeah phenomenal. and touching on what you said about how the band was saying how Freddie would have wanted it to be told I think that's where the clash happened with Sasha Baron Cohen being yeah. casted as it. Yeah, he wanted to. He wanted to dive true. deeper, didn't he? He yeah. wanted to go real, like. He wanted to show exactly how it was. Deep dive deeper into the sexuality too. I think of it. I th- he wanted to. I think he wanted to do a lot more of that side of but Freddie's he, life. He, even that, they don't necessarily pin it in the in the film because even after his relationship with Mary Austin, he dated other women as well. Yeah. And the film didn't even... Well, yeah, he, he tells her, he goes, I think I'm bisexual. And she goes, you're gay, Freddie. It just, it snaps right out of that and then sticks to that path for the rest of the movie. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And then ties the song in. Mm, true. <laughs> yeah. Was there any highlights for you when you saw it? Because being a, a huge Queen fan. Well, I definitely, the way that they did the Live Aid concert was like, absolutely phenomenal and it was like you know the whole movie watching them like okay okay and then i watched that and i was like okay i get it now like it actually it's it's really built it really just built up to that point but i still felt like i was missing something throughout the movie but um i think i found it really cute and really interesting like there was just just the little things like the light in the window part when he was like yeah. living uh, next door next door Mary you know, yeah. you know it's like is that you know something that he actually experienced which I feel like that's, that's such a personal thing that yeah. probably was but just like little things like you, that you wonder where that line is drawn yeah. between what they created and what they drew from did the he, people around them did yeah. he really go to his family before or his mother's house before he went to uh... well who knows oh, yeah. well that's not how he met his partner no. They met, um, he was a hairdresser. He wasn't actually working as part of the staff in the house. Mm. Like a waiter or something, wasn't he? Yeah. Unless it was yeah. just a, yeah, was... a random job he picked up on the side. <laughs> True, maybe. maybe. Well, I think that's more, more how the movie portrayed it. Maybe, yeah. Mm. You might not have wanted them to. I, I think, um, as a musician, I think watching the scene where it's like, you're behind him, and then he goes, and the curtains open, it's just this field <gasps> of... That was... I just imagine that feeling. I yeah. just, I... Like, I could not even... If I ever got that opportunity to, like, have a curtain open and seeing hundreds and thousands of people, and you're, like, about to play something. I can't even fathom that. I can't, yeah. I, he just would have been so in the zone mm. to, like, absolutely... Well, you mm. see it in, even in the way Rami Malek moves right before he that curtain on. opens. Oh, he does the little and jump rush. and he's... He's pumped. He's really ready. trying to get into the role. Like, yeah. he just went... Into, into the role. Into That's it, though. But I feel... And also in The Star is Born... You know, I feel like Bradley Cooper did the same thing, like really went headfirst into the role, soaked mm. up so much of it as they could because it's such an, like, I feel like acting and music, like to be a musician, they have their similar qualities, but like, Very, to, yeah. to, to, and then to put them both into one is just like... We're well, having to work with two disciplines that run concurrently mm. and trying to 
put on the best of both worlds at once. It's a very daunting task. And then for for the man that does that and then also writes the film, directs it, and contributes to the songwriting process, Mm. that is a phenomenal effort for him. Did he win anything at the Oscars? Uh, no, no, and, that, and that's the shame of it. He didn't Why was take he not home any. For, for best director, as, as in Bradley Cooper. He who, who knows? He he missed the cut. He did not make it for best director. He, he was never going to get it. To be fair, he was well, never going to no, get it. That's the thing. I mean, like, do you but he should have had the nomination. Who won it? One hundred percent. Roma guy, wasn't it? Uh, Black Klansman, Spike Lee. No, no, it wasn't. It was Roma. Roma. Uh, Alfonso Cuarón. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, 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 Alfonso. Well, well, it was his masterpiece. I was actually surprised that it didn't take Best Picture. Oh, I, thought well, it was going I thought it was going to do that. It, it, it did get Best Foreign Language, of course. Mm. But well, I, I thought it was going to take both. Well, because would, mm. would A Star Is Born been a bit held back in a way due to... It's been like the fifth remake of that movie. They've read it, it so many times. It, it's the fifth one. They've fourth. done, like, I think, fourth. It's the fourth. Oh, my gosh. So, so like, second was Judy Garland, third was Streisand, Streisand fourth is... Lady Gaga. Maybe it's just this one of those things. But it yeah, it was one still one of the favourites. The problem is Green Book just sort of came up out of nowhere. And it's Academy fodder. It's made for that sort of thing. Gosh, it's made so to win. Like the true story and like the... Yeah. And also just the... And, the, and it's the, a topical subject. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, the, the topical subject of it and also the way they've made it. That very kind of... This is why um, Moonlight won a couple of years ago with yeah. the, the same actor. Yeah. Moonlight took it over La La Land. Very theatrical the looking same thing. Very, very, very kind of like artsy. Yeah. It's what the Academy go for. It's, again, remember Wanda? We're like, Wanda's going to be absolute Academy corner. And then that year, so many other things just came out and blew the socks off of us. Really yeah, and all, all of a sudden, Wanda just got left by the wayside. Mm-hmm. But there, there were even a few like that this year. I, I was surprised to see that Christopher Robin got nominated for visual effects. Like that that yeah, one wow. threw me a little bit. I, I wouldn't have put it in there. It, it's pretty impressive how, how well they did it, oh. but it got in there. Weirdest thing, though, was that visual effects went to First Man. Yeah, it did. Why, did, why did First Man win? I guess I had to recreate the moon. Yeah, but it was up against things like Infinity War. I still haven't oh, seen wow. First Man. You need to go yeah, under that. It is one of the most outstanding, underrated pieces of cinema. How'd they handle the Oscars this year without a host? Pretty I mean, damn well. Go figure. Because they had... I, I did see the clip of uh, Maya Rudolph, Amy... They Pollard. were hilarious. They killed it. Yeah, they go, if we were hosting, we would have done blah, blah. And they just started oh, roasting I everyone. See that. It was like, yeah, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, and Tina Fey. And they went on there, and they just went to town. It, it, the show moved along much quicker. Yeah, true. Much, much quicker. The only problem was people kept talking in their acceptance but you, you know you know when they play the music to cue them off yeah oh I everyone was that. ignoring it i noticed oh. that too there, there were so many long it. speeches this year and like, so, holy crap no one cares about it just get off the stage i know hear and it. some of them where, where there were four of them receiving an award and they'd each go up to speak and sometimes on the fourth one they just cut the mic and they were talking and then oh. the camera would cut to the audience members laughing because they couldn't hear them no way oh my gosh that's awful no but like seriously oh. no one gives a shit about you winning that award as much as you do so just get off the stage. It's true. Who want to see the winner, not hear you talk? Get the award and walk off. The most concise one I saw was Phil Lord and Chris Miller when they went up for Mm Spider-Man. They managed to say everything without even hitting the music. They were even able to bring another producer in and go, you you talk. Well, my favourite part is when they talk. You like the acceptance speeches? I love to hear what they have to I, say. I love when the music cues them off. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite one of them. Yeah. 
<laughs> he should just stand up there, get the award, well, hold it up, and walk off. Well, one of the one Thanks, of the guys. one of the yeah. best speeches was one of the biggest surprises: Olivia Coleman for best actress that she took for the favorite. Everyone expected Glenn Close to win or Lady Gaga, perhaps. Olivia Coleman just swept in and took it. it. And her her speech was hilarious. She's, she just, well, she's a quite funny person. I think she's, I you're in yeah. quite a few comedies, hey? Yeah. yeah. She's, the, the timer went up for her and she poked her tongue out at it. <laughs> it was great. That's funny. And the whole audience applauded her when that happened. But yeah, I didn't even actually watch part of the Oscars because I suck, but I've definitely seen a <laughs> fair bit of it. Lights. I've seen a bit of it in my feed, which has been quite entertaining. And like, but the only thing that I've seen has just been Lady Gaga the whole way down. And, and, and Bradley Cooper yeah, just... That whole thing is just in. like <laughs> tilting in. Tilting. Going in. And then camera cut to his partner sitting down. Right? She was sitting in between them. In between them, them yeah. yeah. It's even funny yeah. when you see them getting on stage, he reaches over his partner to yep. grab Lady Gaga's hand and yep. walk up. Yep. So she's just there in the middle when the, they two of them walk up beside them. But did you, <laughs> did you watch the whole thing? The whole performance? Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the whole show. Oh, most of it, I think. So the camera kept cutting back to them all through the show, and Gaga's chatting to Cooper's partner for the whole show. Like They're, they're just whispering yeah. and chatting the whole time, as if they're best friends. So it must so be, yeah. I don't think it's that awkward. Yeah, it must be some yeah. like really just close relationship, honestly. I, I mean, yeah. she, she's like, yeah, engaging with his partner that much. Obviously, yeah. there's a sign of respect there. Yeah, I, like, I think they're just close. This is just a job we've done. This is like yeah. something we've, we want well, to put they, our heart in, you know. They've like, spent yeah. that, me- that that much time together to create something. Like, mm. they're gonna, they're gonna get close. They're gonna totally. have to. Of course. And they just, I just don't see them having that kind of character traits without them, you know, like just being. Like, like, there's no denying the chemistry, but them as people, I don't see that happening. Exactly right. Yeah, they're probably I, just carrying on the chemistry from the movie totally into the performance, just to yeah. make it that intimate, special. Because that's what everyone wants to see. That's it. Yeah, you yeah. know, and then recreating look at it, it. And, and it's just exploded. Totally agree. They're, they're both Italian American, born and bred. Yeah, they bonded. Both, yeah. both from New York. They're, they're just. Yeah. It's a wonder they didn't know each other growing up. Mm. Yeah, but true. What's Bradley Cooper's real name? Surely his name's not Bradley Cooper. Is it Bradley Cooperino or something like that? Cooperino. <laughs> something Italian. What, you mean like Nicholas Cage Coppola? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid Nicholas. No, he's not. Bradley Charles means, Cooper. I mean stupid Charles. Nicholas Cage. Bradley Charles Cooper. I love Nick Cage. No, I do too. No, it's Nicholas Cage. I mean, he's a little stupid, but... He's <laughs> a little stupid. In, a well, in, in a good way. He's bankrupt, though, so he's a little bit stupid. Who is? Oh. But hey, he was in an Oscar-winning film this year. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Was he in that? Into the yeah. He plays Spider-Noir. Oh! <laughs> you, know funny, you know what's funny? How he, he, he's, he's, so been in, he's been in two superhero movies now. Two? Uh, kick ass? Kick yeah. Ass. He yeah. was nearly in three. He was nearly Superman for Tim Burton. In the 90s, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they, they, they got it all ready. He had long hair past his shoulders. He did a suit test. They were in pre-production, gearing up to go, and then Warner Brothers shut the production down. Oh, my gosh. It was geared up, ready to go. They even... Do you know, I have McDonald's toys for it, because <gasps> they launched McDonald's toys and the Happy Meals okay. before the movie even wow. went into production. And I've got these toys sitting at home somewhere. Oh, it is the coolest thing. And it's super weird. Wow, you guys keep some, some wrapper on those. They're, they're going to be worth a lot. Oh, yeah, they? it's buried away somewhere with all the other Happy Meal toys. <laughs> uh, Andrew. Philip. Topic. <laughs> I believe I wanted to address the Sequoia incident. 
Okay. Oh, all yes. Right. Let's hear about this the sequoia. Was, uh, this is sent to us by um, our mate uh, and uh, guest of the show, Bianca. Yes. Uh, this is a man in the US uh, recounting a story of how several years earlier he had an instant uh, in his local area. He's a tree surgeon. Tree surgeon. Excuse me. And uh, basically, what happened was the council, the local council, including the mayor, um, put a ruling in that because a tree in his front yard that he'd been caring for for many years. He loved the idea that trees will go on long after his around and then, you know, the seeds will fall and other trees will grow on from there and he would care for that tree and look after it. He'd always water it and prune it, make sure the tree was good. Probably look after this tree. He loved this tree. Council decided that because it was starting to crack some of the pavement nearby, that they'll rip the tree out and um, destroy it. Completely destroy it. Now, forgive me because I'm just trying to research as we discuss. (coughs) Where was this base? Where did uh, this happen? In the US. It was the US. Yes, it yeah. was the US base. Does it know, um, know its state it was? Not too sure. I think it was California, if I'm honest. It's, it's said in the article sense. somewhere. Yeah, it did. Even California, Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find it. Drew's gone over it. Anyway, that's just dead, I'll, continue, I'll continue the story. So basically what happened was the, um, not only did they rip out the tree, um, but then they made him pay for it. <gasps> Made really? him pay for it. It's a bit like in China when they, um, oh if a family member of yours gets, uh, Sent to the death, uh, the, the, the firing squad. You have to pay for the bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. That's disgusting. So uh, he had he to pay for the uh, yeah. So he had to pay for the uh, destruction of this tree that he cared for and loved. Um, so he decided to plant some seeds uh, of uh, sequoias, which are, if you don't know, <laughs> think of Yosemite National Park. They are the giant trees where someone takes a photo standing by. It's like one of the tree roots, and then the tree is like. I don't know, 100 Fif- meters yeah, above like them. like 50 feet, maybe like... They're huge, they're yeah, enormous. They're I've, I've, I've walked through one, like they're yeah. enormous. Wow. Redondo uh, Beach, California. Okay, so California. Yep. Uh, so basically went around and planted um, some seeds of these trees on his, I mean, his mayor's front yard, around the neighborhood, <gasps> oh in local parks God. and everything like that. Oh. Now, sequoias are quite slow. They sprout... At first. Really, yeah, they sprout really slowly. Um, they don't do much for several years. And then suddenly, so the time of this article, about a year and a half from now, that tree is going to, like, absolutely fire. <laughs> fire. So Andrew's good. just showing some yeah, uh, pictures of examples. Now they are They'll all be around the house. Red they all be around the house. <laughs> How many people standing around it would it take to um, cover the circumference? Ten. ten at least. Uh, t- at least ten people. They're huge and they fire fast and they go, they yeah, grow for wow. so long. They live for about between 1500 to Is it like 20, 2300, yeah, yeah, about 2300 years they last yeah. for. They are <laughs> enormous <laughs> and they grow, because they are so big, they grow to their full size and then kind of just live there for several hundred years. So oh my it's going to take yeah. off really quite soon. And it's quite difficult because they create, basically they take so long to sprout because they spend so long, so many years creating a, a really intense kind of in-depth root system. 100%. And then bang, they go off. So this, this guy's how, how do they go off? Bang. bang. <laughs> they go off. Wait. Shut how do they go off? At the Easter. They go off. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he's basically... Royally fucked his um, mayor and all the so, uh, community leaders. I love it. So obviously, That's the best. Because we know this story, obviously there's people know that he's planted them. Can they just... No, they didn't know that they planted didn't. He did that without them knowing. They, they so how long have they been there? Because then can't yeah, they just now... About seven years now. 
No, because oh, they can't because he put this story up on Reddit. He didn't put it in his local area. He hasn't told anyone in his local area. Um, he did it seven years ago. About seven years ago. So it's been creating its root system, which is what they do. And then, yeah, he said in about a year and so a half So they'll have time. to dig up about half the town. Yeah, yeah true. He's, yeah. he's, he's a, a tree surgeon, so he knows what he's exactly, talking about. He knows exactly. Yeah, so who are they going to pay to deal yeah. with it? <laughs> who, yeah. Who's going to come and dig up this root system? It's going to be have to rip up like the mayor's house, the root system. Will he can, he can refuse the job, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, do it. good That's on amazing. him, though. So he's just completely... Like, I love that kind of deep level of pettiness like I'm a bit the same in that I won't go to I don't massively like confrontation so um, I, I don't I, I will answer to it but I don't massively like it but I love this you like this dealing guy, with a problem yeah this exactly is, yeah. this guy's dealt with a problem in an incredibly petty way this is probably like depending on what tree he was growing out the front of his house he probably has such a love for it like yeah. like you know, it'd, it'd be like having a pet to him. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel about yeah. my plants. And even mm-hmm. like growing up, you know, if dad had to chop down a tree out the front of my window, I'd have a few tears. Yeah, and look, it's, it's the same it's here. It's terrible. I can still remember when my climbing tree, my childhood climbing tree fell down. I looked out the window and it had just fallen like no one else was home and, I was, and it had fallen. And I was just like, oh my God. And I remember going out and standing there and seeing it's, it's, it's um, the bottom of it or base of its trunk. Where it snapped, and I was just like, "Wow, like that's it." It's devastating, that's it. isn't it's, it's, it funny how like yeah. you get so emotional? A piece of your life yeah. just gone. Yeah. Again, the tree in my backyard—it's it's a pecan tree um, that's now Ooh. the biggest tree on the block. Like if you walk all the way around, you can see the tree wow. that's in my backyard. It's kind of terrifying if there's lightning storms. Thankfully, we're not at the top of the hill. There's a school with a lightning rod up there, um, <laughs> and a clock tower nearby with a lightning rod on it. Um, <laughs> so thankfully, it's never been struck. Knock on wood. Uh, but it's not real wood. No, I know it's not, but still. It'll do the job for now. <laughs> anyway, um, I still remember as a child that the tree was small enough that I could wrap my arms around it and hug it. And now, as a 26-year-old, I can't wrap my arms around it. Wow. It's because I haven't grown much since then, but still. <laughs> but still, you know, it, I was a child and now I'm an adult and I can't reach my... Like, the tree's growing faster than, than I have and will continue to. We, we have an olive tree in our backyard growing up. Typical Greeks. Oh, yeah, and of course. Mm, years and years since, since, I, since I could remember. Yeah. yeah. So since I could remember, there'd be nothing on there. And then like a month before they were going to cut it down because they built like a, what do you call it? Like a amp- patio sort of yeah. thing. Uh, about 80 or 90 olives just popped up on it. <gasps> And it, wow. it was just like, it's wow. so it was like pretty gut wrenching when we had to get rid of it's, it. It's basically it like, saying, please don't drop me. Yeah, actually, like I can provide for you. Not I can like do it. He- heaps and heaps, and we just little old tree that we just like. Oh, I don't know. If we should was do the root system too deep to be able to move it? I mean, obviously, it's too much effort. It was. I think it was there before we were there. Yeah, so sure. over yeah. twenty years. Like, yeah. By the way, is that is that accurate? I mean, do they last that long? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. yeah, and then we had the massive trees in the backyard, which just yeah, I remember up the very back near yeah, the barbecue. Huge! Tree. It actually, sh- it actually sheltered the yard because of how high they were. Like the sun couldn't wow. get in. Yeah. Wow, well, that's magical. Massive. I love that. So that's how he's dealt with his problem, eh? The old yeah, sequoia in the mayor's so yard trick. Just yeah, the old chestnut. That's the third sequoia. one this week. That <laughs> sequoia. Just why, why not? Uh, do we know how old he was? how old he was no I think he was getting up a little bit because he was expecting this tree to like this was kind of his his tree it was wow. like yeah. how just like like that is just so disturbing that they would I mean I get I get that it's putting up co- oh. and yeah making him pay for well, it if you're going to do it do it 
You want to rip it up? Rip it up, but you pay for it. Why the hell are you showing care for the people in your council? Jimmy's like on his rocking chair every day, looking out the window, just like, one day, it's going to... They're going to see the ultimate slow burn. It is. He'll come crying. (laughs) (laughs) The first couple years won't be very big, but the root system will have ruined so, his can, can, so deep but can you imagine when, when they first start appearing and everyone yes. running around council going so, so who, who planned this was this horticulture society or, or yeah, who, who did who, who, no 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 oh it's a wonderful initiative they're looking really good I wonder how big they'll grow yeah what sort of tree oh, is this this is excellent <laughs> headline of the newspaper oh, like, if you want a bit of a um, there, there are no financial documents if you want a bit of a fun fact corner with Andrew dun, yes. dun, dun. Yeah, sequoias so the roots go about 14 feet deep <laughs> <laughs> so that's how much uh, rootage so they're going to be. It's going to ruin the yard, like and the whole thing. Three hundred feet tall and weigh nearly two million pounds. <laughs> so yeah. that town's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and he's planted how many of them? Yeah, hundred. He planted them in all the local parks. <laughs> In all community areas and on his mayor's front, you look oh like they, sh- they should just incredible. adapt and turn it into an Ewok village. It's just, <laughs> it's honestly 14 feet deep for one tree. That's how deep the roots go. There's no, that's done. That you can't pull that <laughs> so out. If there's plumbing down there, it's a room plumbing. Them up big time. And again, again, because the tree's so big, the root system is so in, like intense and like heavy and like massively fat. Can we it's plan a trip to Redondo Beach? It's not even check it out. <laughs> like it's not even something subtle. Like it's such. No. What I love about it is it's such a it's slow burn. Yes. It's not it's, one or two. Yeah, it's and it would have been subtle for a little while. Well, that's the thing. Like it's not even like I don't know. Like, I don't know, he slashed a tire. It's like, oh, you know, I got to bust a tire. I'll fix yeah, that. Shit, There's like, nice. it's such a slow burning, like, <laughs> and it's like, four, is the largest tree on earth. Four, 14 meters, 14 feet deep roots. Like, that's. It just like, empowers everyone. Yeah, it? it's super empowering. Like, let's plant some sequoias and fuck some shit up. <laughs> Why not? It just, it's fantastic. That is amazing. so good. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Um, any other topics? Anyone, anyone have any other topics? How are we going for time? I don't know, my computer keeps turning up. How are we going for time? We're okay? What about, what about that nifty little article I sent you? Is about this the, the stabbing guy? Yeah, the stabbing yeah. guy. I, oh I want to read the headline out because it, it sums it up beautifully. Man with no arms stabs father with blade held by his toes. Just sounds like Batuta Advocate. Like, I know. You can't really uh, take that seriously, hey. I know, I feel like I'm, I'm like... I want to laugh, but I don't. Yeah, it's, it's with toes. Yeah. Here, how would you get? Let like, me the, show you. But here's the thing: like, how would you get the amount of force to penetrate? Like, like maybe he was like going like this. The, the opposable and big toes, as stomach, opposed to the opposable thumbs. Well, I don't understand what his father was doing to be so like just. Oh, they. Oh, that's where it gets interesting. They were having an argument because he carries the blade around with him as a means of defending himself and the father didn't like that he carried it around for that reason. So he's, so he's <laughs> How did his father succumb to the... Like, how did his father just kind of fall over and go, oh, don't hurt me? Like, wouldn't you just, like, stand on a table and you suddenly your son can't reach you because he's got no arms? He slashed out at his dad's stomach with the blade clenched between the toes of his right foot. So he slashed out. So did he actually stab him properly? No, I'm, I'm trying well, to that's it. see. I mean, just a scrape. That's what I want to know. I mean, like, not only would, how would you have the control, but like, just who put this article? It out? slashed his father in the abdomen with the scissor blade. God, slash. Okay, so it's he not- th- he struck out with his foot, slashing his father. 
slashing. His father needed serious medical intervention, including surgery, to treat the perforation wound. The father said his greatest concern was for his son's well-being and safety. Oh. And this is the guy that swam. Yeah. See that? like. So, like, he's obviously has a strong mind to be able to swim. Where did he swim from? Ireland to... To Wales. To Wales? That's probably a fair distance. So he's obviously got some sort of, you know, a a strong mind, Mm. but just must have had a moment. Yeah, he's he's definitely, definitely strong mind. Along the, like, the the, the same, same, like, line of thought, like a psychopath or something. Yeah. Psychopath's definitely the word. (laughs) Well, the the defense have tried to blame it on depression. They've said that nah. he had been born with no arms and a number of medical issues, but had overcome his desperately sad start to life and had developed depression in his late teens. I can just imagine, I can just imagine the lawyer standing there, like in front of the judge, looking over at the jury, his, his client sitting over behind his left hand shoulder and him just going like, come on, like shrugging his shoulders. He's got no arms. Look at him. Come on, guys. And the jury going, ah, yeah, true. No, yeah, he's fine. He has no arms. Yeah, he's got a point there. He's he's definitely innocent. He does have no arms. Apparently he said he would welcome the chance to do unpaid work as part of any community-based sentence as it would enable him to gain some independence and meet new people. What kind of work will he do? I mean, I'm I'm just asking. I'm I'm really curious. He service with no arms. I I mean, he can't quite work in the soup kitchen. Maybe he can just talk to people. (laughs) Well, he could. Well, he could. Just, yeah, true. No, just put him, sit him down in, on his ass in a park and just say, with your feet, just like with, between your toes, like rip some grass out and just mow the lawns. <laughs> Look, if he has the ability to stab someone, sword. then go for yeah. it. Is it your punishment? Barber when the grass is hot. <laughs> 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 Sarah, do you like the little thing? Community service. Do you like the little thing? I don't like that little thing. Why? Like slightly You're gonna wake up one morning and he's gonna have it sitting there right in front of your face. Happy I mean, it's it's like I mean, what you're reading with the whole in a couple of community weeks. community service and all that stuff. Because like, was there any like reasoning why to for him to snap? Depression in his late teens. That's that's thing. Like, I think there's, there's no. He was having an argument with his father over carrying the blade in the first place, and then he, he lashed out at his dad. I think that him asking for community sent uh, community service as a sentence. Is him almost acknowledging or almost kind of hiding behind the fact that he almost knows he was in the right mind when he did it and he's just looking for an easy sentence. So I don't think it's, it can be blamed on depression. Apparently he was devastated about the injuries he inflicted on his father. That's the thing, like, there's no, unless there's, like, some sort of child abuse happening, there's no, like, excuse to just slash. Yeah, and also him growing up with no arms, again, I'm, God, who am I to say this, but... He doesn't know any different. It's like someone that's born blind and you go, oh, poor thing. They're like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know anything. Like, I don't know any different. No, yeah. it's not like but he's suddenly lost like his arms. Sometimes these, these kind of people have such a strength within them because they've gone through such a traumatic experience. Well, they've been born with something mm. like like this, you know, mm. and, and they, they have such a presence about them that can be really kind. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's about and the then, choice you make. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. But the fact that, you know, he's... It seems to have achieved something quite incredible and then he's just gone downhill a bit. Like, there has to be more to it. I almost feel like, you know, it could be another publicity stunt and they're trying to, like, get their name out there. Well, we're we're not... We're obviously never going to get the full story, but it's certainly interesting. 
Very you would be curious to know more about that, actually. Mm. I mean, mm. like you said, that's a good point. Like, there must be more to it. Hundred percent. Well, again, for the for the, the the extent and the maybe there is a bit. Of, unfortunately, maybe there is a bit of abuse. Happening. Abuse. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? The probation the probation service concluded that he was a young man who cannot be judged by normal standards. Mm. That's tough. You, that, I don't agree with that. You, no, you can't it's, put them on a pedestal and put them in a different category. He's got an issue, but he doesn't... Yeah, it's it's it, it's all hearsay. We can't judge. We, we don't know. There's such a bub. <laughs> D bar D. Oh, well, he's G- German. Oh, he really speaks German. The bar. The. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, I actually ended up having a dream last night about, about my dad getting stabbed. Oh, my because God. I, that was wow, okay. I thought Drew, Drew was saying oh, about such a bub. No, <laughs> no, no about, his, about my father being stabbed. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because I read that part of that article. Like, Well, I didn't read it. It just oh. like came up. And then... Wow. I fall like yeah in my dream my dad like got shot and stabbed and and this dude was there and I was like that's cool. a bit frightening he had <laughs> arms so it must not have been him Kent and the steering team the podcast all about fun yeah <laughs> yep fun and frivolity is what our middle name what dreams have you had Lane <laughs> oh I don't think well let's not go down that there <laughs> question though question though Andrew I've been we've been yes we've been trying or planning to have you on the show for a long time and just yeah uh, very long through, time through sheer like laziness oh. or just I've just never gotten around to it just, you haven't been on here I haven't what's finally made it happen what's made it happen I just because I got the message last week saying it would come on the show next week and I was like yep yeah, alright cool I'm, I'm in the right frame of mind and I'm also because I'm doing it now yeah. now I can actually bring it up and make it happen so what happened what was my, it well, I think my be- fault <laughs> well, I think, well Lane was actually talking about podcasts Mm. when I, we were together last week yeah. and I was like oh well you know my cousin has been running a podcast we should just definitely go on it and just discuss and I was like yes I always and she jumped and she jumped the opportunity and so and here we are okay so that's what happened okay well cool that's good it's good that you yeah. well, this conversation has been really good and it's been very I remember easy. before episode one you mentioned that he wanted to come <laughs> yeah. on because we, we were talking about it for a while before <laughs> and we, we did some demos and that's the thing we talked about it I would message yeah. Phil constantly being like I'd, I'd love to be on I'd love to be on and then yeah, I, 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 I heard Sophia's episode and she nailed it and yeah, I was like that episode is just outstanding and I was like I, okay I need not to be not to toot our own horn no and I was like yeah need to be on it need to be on it but like just Due to and look, it just never worked. It never out. lined up. It just it never lined up. Life. It never exactly. It just yeah. never lined up. And, just and the tough thing is as well because I, I I do work relatively late on Wednesday nights. Means that us recording and when we record isn't really set in stone. Other than it's after nine thirty on a Wednesday. Yeah, we we point. play it by ear a lot. So and it makes it it does make it hard to have have guests in that sense. But I mean, we always want guests. We like we love this. This is fantastic. And yeah. again, I don't know about the audio quality. I think it's going to be perfectly fine. Mother, is it fine? Is it okay? Oh, you can answer, answer that tomorrow when you listen to it. Or Friday when you <laughs> when you listen to it. Um, but, you know, like, uh, we're, we're doing a, a group one, so the audio is a little bit different. It's a little bit more tinny and echoey. It's perfectly fine. It's okay. It gives them more uh, of that home quality. Yeah, not just that, though, but, but it's different because there's, there's it's a group discussion. It's not just two of us talking. It's not just three of us talking. It's not someone, mm. I guess, tuning, tuning in via Skype like, like yeah. we do. It, it, yeah. It's now... We're in a room discussing, and it's really good, and the conversation's real good. We got we got different opinions, we got different accents. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're good to go. We got, we're, you all Lane's Canadian. Yeah, what, 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 in case you didn't hear. Yeah, because she said. you're like, why is there someone talking funny? <laughs> hey, what's the. Can where, you hear that? Where does someone live? What's the, the building where someone live called? Uh, Wait, what? 
What's the building that someone lives in called? He wants you to say house. Oh, God. Say house. House. Thank you. <laughs> say, say, what's house. this all about? I was trying to think, think of something really witty to say, so yeah. I didn't have to don't, say don't it. Just a, just a <laughs> oh, apartment structure. some people live in chateaus. <laughs> some people, uh, what's some people a, live in dog kennels. Well, Where in Canada are you from? Toronto. That's exciting. It is exciting. I live 20 minutes away from Justin Bieber. Oh, so we cool. could have what gone to the same school. I <laughs> lived 30 minutes from Drake. Wow. And 15 minutes from the weekend. I think oh, the weekend's great. Minutes. What about. Isn't Jim Carrey Canadian? Yes, he is. Yes, yeah, so he's also Canadian. That's why he's At this point in time, I'm about. Pamela Anderson, also. How long am I? I'm about 48 hours from the weekend. Very get well it? done. Do you get it? Because. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank you, Andrew. Did oh, you get yeah. it? I did get it. There you go. We're all 48 hours from the weekend. Yeah. So how do you feel about the Australian heat then? Um, I actually love it because... Oh, I know. One of those. Oh. I mean, uh, it's a yeah. love-hate. Everyone, it gets to a point, you know, when it's <laughs> 45 degrees, it's like, okay, this is just terrible. Yeah. But at the same time, I've lived in Tamworth for about, oh, I don't know, 10 years, which is... And I've lived on farms and my yeah. most of my life, so it's been, like, extreme intense weather. I think it was got to the top of 48 in Tamworth in Tamworth's January. Tamworth's nuts. The wow. roads melt there. So, well, someone actually, you'll love this. Um, so during the Tamworth Country Music Festival... That was um, quite recently. It was, end of January. Um, great time. If anyone, if you have not gone, you should go. Even if you don't like country music, go. Because it is so much fun. That's why I think you should go to Nashville. Nashville's a great city. Yes, but it's also extremely far away and probably a lot more expensive. I'll get that one day. But Chiru. this kid, about three, three years old, three, four years old, yeah. was walking along the pavement with no shoes on, <gasps> and his feet literally melted to the <gasps> pavement, and they peeled off. Yes! I soles, would love to have seen that. The soles no, you of wouldn't. In Tamworth? In Tamworth. Oh, oh my God. God. Terrible. A lady also died that in is a car. Yeah. Died in her car. Yeah, because of because of the heat. I think she must have maybe had a nap or passed out. They're not too sure, but it was so hot. Wow. And it was so intense. No. That whole Ugh. this one particular week I remember and it was just good it for was a so visit. strange. Yeah, good for a visit. Um well well, I have to say, uh we we we're coming up to the Actually, to the perfect amount of time for a are podcast. We really? Yeah, we are actually. Damn. So I think it's probably worth us getting to that particular segment. Yes, um, the most beloved of segments. Yes, uh, that is the sick Kent of the week. Of course, if you'd like to be in the running, of course, if you're on the show, you're you're in a very, with a very good shot at winning this prestigious award, mm. guys. But um, if you want to be on this uh, show, you can reach out to us, Carrier Pigeon, Facebook, Raven, Instagram, Raven, Outpost. Uh, our post, smoke signal, talking to us in person, screaming at us, smoke. texting us, whatever it is. Lighting the beacons. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the beacons of um, Gondor. Of Gondor. Yeah. Um, Gondor calls for aid, in fact. Uh, yeah, you can do anything. Um, and if you're on the show, yeah, like I said, you're in a very good chance of winning. Otherwise, if there's a significant thing uh, in the news of late uh, that's also potentially yeah. you know, in with the running, of course. And of course, this week's winner is certainly not uh, George Pell because he's a prick, <laughs> a dirty scoundrel, motherfucking little piece of shit, <gasps> asshole, friends with all the shit politicians in this country. Who did not get bail today? Bye, cunt. Who did not get oh, bail. Did not get damn. bail. Piece of shit. How Starting tonight, he is in prison. Thank... Da, 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 da. Ah, suck on that. No. Happy 
There you and go. Please, <laughs> will you not be having a happy Easter at all? <laughs> not at all. But of course, no. Our, our winner of this week's Sit Kent of the Week, there's two of them, in but, fact. So they should have a rock, paper, scissors match. Us two is, in fact, the winner, Drew. We're not. Oh. Gonna, no, I'm kidding. Fight to the death outside. Now, look, you know what? I'll, I'll say that. Both you, Andrew, and yourself, Lane. I think you guys both get to. Yes, congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Stitches. Yes, Drew. Speaking of fighting to the death, I just want to quickly note while I'm on this podcast that lightsaber dueling has now become official. An official sport. I read this. Yes. Now, Drew. This was awesome. Tell me about it. Tell me well, about it. apparently, if you. It's the first to reach 15 points or the highest score after three minutes wins the match. Then sudden death will occur if both fighters reach 10 points. In this case, the first to strike the head or the body wins. And to add to the entertainment value of the fight, strikes are only awarded if the fighter first swings their lightsaber behind them as they do in the films. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, are we going? Wait, well, I think we'll get lightsabers laying outside, you and me. For why is this ten- not just fencing? Well, because the rules are a little we... different, and because they have to play John Williams's music while doing it. It's just the crowd going. Absolutely, is. That's, that's exactly it. That's the music. <laughs> You've never seen it, mate. Like, I'm, I'm totally picturing that exact music. Just do that the whole time. It's the best. We could have done that for an hour. I just had to make note of that because that is amazing. That is very... How are you going to top that next time? Exactly. Well, I mean, I've got a list here I've been compiling throughout this episode. Perfect. Wow. Well, you guys are going to have to come back on again. Yeah, obviously you guys are returning. Thank you. Of course, of course, because I'm... uh, Well, Sarah and I are going on Worldly Adventures quite soon. We're about a month and a bit out from it. Where are you going? Um, We're road tripping the US and then we're going to travel... Europe with stopping over in Cyprus for a wedding, wedding. I'm going to see you at. See you there. Yeah, you will, okay. certainly. Um, um, so we're going to have to stockpile right. some episodes, which means we're going to have to do some day recording at some stage. Well, I think we should have an intervention with Sarah after this recording, because she's just talking far too much. No, yeah, I can't deal with that. Oh. Verbal <laughs> diarrhea. She's just talking way too much. I mean, Sarah Moon, actually, before we go into that, tell me, if you, don't, if you don't want to, you can say no. What do you actually do in the process of doing right now? Uh, trying to figure out how to do our website because the domain's not working. And what are you? What what's the website for? Uh, yeah, because of course you are. Uh, want to be an interior designer. Want to be an interior designer. So you're getting your portfolio set up, and you're then, yeah, making a fantastic website, which I'm going to have a crack at doing a logo for. Uh, but I think the logo that you've done is fantastic. And I think it's just a bit of plugging. Aww, yeah. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, one of the producers of the podcast, uh, yeah. manning all the lines for the callers. Yes. How, how are they looking? All them callers. Oh. How are they looking? There's one coming through right now. <laughs> Goose eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but of course, thank you very much, guys, for being on the Thanks show. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Thanks guys. Thanks for making it happen, Andrew, yeah. I think, uh, or you, you two, Lane. Um, appreciate it. I did egg him on a, she did. a, a yeah. fair bit. Was, thank you for egging him on. It was these ones. It was the arms going and we've, jumping we've, up and down. We've been waiting 77 weeks for this. That's so right, that's right. It's been well waiting. worth the wait. Um, now, she, she's a good friend. She's a good friend. She encourages me to go on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> good. But it's fun, see, because it's just conversation. Like, it's not. there's nothing professional about this. It's just us having a chat. It's and chilling. It's 
studio is high class. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's uh, real nice. We even have a Red Bull. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like, do they? Do your listeners know what this is? Uh, they've, I've played it many times. I think we told them once. <laughs> I've played it so many times on the show. If you listen, it's like an Easter egg now throughout like uh, 40 excellent. episodes or something like that. Happy Easter egg. Um, of course, you guys are in prestigious, uh, uh, prestigious award recipients and you're in a class that involves people like I think Donald Trump's in there I think yeah. some person that gave a blowjob on some train on the way to Wollongong yep. a teacher yep. that oh no no a kid that got um, that had intercourse with the teacher and was then suing the teacher or something like yep. that even though they probably really enjoyed it you're in a good category uh, James good category. McPhee James McPhee we've got well. several guests on the show our friend Victor Sophia's in the I feel category. so much better in that category. so it's a really good yeah we're in a, really we're in a hall of fame now I yeah believe. total hall of fame mm. It's the gifts for life. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a gift that keeps on giving because you can forever say that. We're going to try and get some merchandise made up and hopefully get you guys some. <gasps> yes, this well. this year is the year of the merchandise. Exactly I like right. it. Wow. I like it. Now I'm even more eager. I want to be, I want to yeah. see merchandise next time I'm here. We're I actually want a sticker. Have, I, I think the bumper plan is, stickers. Yeah, we're going to make bumper stickers. <laughs> yes. Um, the, the, the plan is, of course, if we say it on the podcast, it means it becomes, we have to do it. Like many things that we've said that we've never ended up doing. Of course, anyway, like actually using our social media accounts. Yeah, exactly, like that. We keep saying it every single week and we never do. Um, yeah. But of course, um, we're looking to have maybe make some baggy green t-shirts. Yes. See, it sounds like the baggy green cricket hat that yes. really has yes. the cricket get baggy green. Instead of doing a t-shirt that only guests get, special people, you get one, Sarah. Thank you. There you go, now you like it. <laughs> now you like the t-shirts idea. T-shirts for me. Anyway, yeah, so that's anyway. uh, enough rambling. I think I can hear DJ Quads coming in the background. Good, right, guys? There, there, there he is. Comes in. There uh, he is. This is my favourite one. Yeah, this, this is a good one. Oh, I yeah. just picked it up and picked it yet, but uh, it should be good. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening. Everyone, thank you for being on the show. Till Thanks, guys. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Oh, for crying out loud. Yep. Yeah.